Demisman and Dover Law Firm presents the Miami Heat Audio Experience Post Game Show on the home of the Miami Heat. AM 560 Sports WQAM. FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Demesman and Dover Law Firm. YourAccidentAttorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. Sponsored by UHealth. University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute experts treat athletes of all levels, elite pros, active adults, and youth athletes. Recover your game. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. The Miami Heat only had one destination set after tonight's game. Their flight was scheduled for Denver. No return trip scheduled. And ladies and gentlemen, that flight will not be rerouted. The Miami Heat, get it done. They never let go of the rope. They burned the boats. Iron, sharpen, iron tonight. The Miami Heat are Eastern Conference champions in 2023. Your final score from the TD Garden. The Miami Heat 103. The Boston Celtics 84. owns the TD Garden. If the Miami Heat win an NBA title, job's not done. I want Jay Cole to get a ring. South Florida owns the TD Garden. Duncan Robinson cupped his ear as Celtics fans left the building in tears. Alonzo Mourning was handed the Bob Cousy trophy on the Celtics home floor. And if that wasn't good enough for you, Heat Nation, he handed Larry Bird's trophy to Jimmy Butler right on top of the Celtics logo. Derek White, he almost had the greatest shot in NBA playoff history. Instead, the Miami Heat went into Boston and stole their soul again. We can now say this officially. Teams 0 and 151 when trailing a series three games to nothing. Boston thought they'd be the first. They played highlights from the Red Sox coming back against the Yankees. They were certain it was destined to happen to them for the first time ever. Instead, Caleb Martin dropped 26 on their heads. Haywood Highsmith dribbled out the clock on their home floor before a trophy celebration. ESPN declared Boston would win the series in seven after stealing one in Miami. 3% chance to win the series is what they gave the Miami Heat. 
Miami needed guts. And tonight, Heat fans, it was guts galore. Gabe Vincent told us history will be made tonight and said they had to figure out what side of history they wanted to be on. Now we know. Now we know. The first eight seed in NBA history to win three best of seven series and make the NBA Finals. One year ago to the day, Jimmy Butler missed a three, but he told you the Heat would be back. They would have that chance again. They were an eight seed. They lost a play-in game. Almost lost a second play-in game. They ran through Milwaukee. Ran through New York. And they had that chance again. Exactly one year later, to the day, 365 days removed from Jimmy Butler making that promise. And the Heat took that moment and they did it. Exactly one year later, it's pots and pans at La Carreta. I see you. I see you on Calle Ocho. I see you. It's pots and pans in Hialeah. I see you, Hialeah. It's pots and pans in Kendall. I see you, Kendall. It's a party at the Kaseya Center Road Rally. I see you, downtown Miami. It's the Miami Heat. Back to the NBA Finals for the seventh time in franchise history. Heat fans, do me a favor right now. Mark your calendars. Pull out your phones. Mark down these dates. Wednesday, June 7th. Friday, June 9th. The NBA Finals will be back in Miami at the Kaseya Center. The Miami Heat do not return home. They fly right to Denver. And their next challenge awaits. I'm going to catch my breath. We will continue celebrating on the other side. This is the cooldown. I'm Alejandro Solana. Your final score tonight. The Miami Heat win the first three series, uh, three games of this series. They drop the next three. Game six, the most crushing defeat maybe in franchise history. And it didn't matter. They go into Boston. They rip their heart out. They blow them out on their home floor. And the Heat are headed back to the NBA Finals, 103-84. to 84. We continue celebrating next on 560 WQAM. Let's get back to the Heat Post Game Show on WQAM. Presented by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. On the home of the Heat. AM 560 Sports, WQAM. FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Sponsored by UHealth. Visit UHealthSportsMedicine.com. The Miami Heat are headed back to the NBA Finals. You know, all show long and all series long, especially after losing Game 6, talked about the two greatest words in sports. Game 7. I'll top that. Two greatest words in sports. Heat win. And that's what they did tonight. The Miami Heat go into Boston and take it from them. Blow them out. Had double-digit leads for most of the game. And even when it got close, even when Boston cut it to six, the Heat, they never wavered. 
and they come out in the fourth quarter and they don't even make it a contest. 27 to 18, they outscore the Boston Celtics in the fourth quarter. And man, you got to give it up for Caleb Martin tonight. What a performance in this series. Jimmy Butler won the Larry Bird MVP trophy, and Jimmy came to play tonight. 28 points, led the team in scoring, seven boards, six times, three steals. He wasn't exactly playoff Jimmy from that first round, but he didn't need to be. And he told you, he made the guarantee they'd be back in this spot. And he wasn't wrong. They were back in this spot. No matter how up and down this season went, they were back in this spot, and he came through. We were talking about legacies being rewritten. Jimmy's, Jimmy legacy game tonight. And he came through. But Caleb Martin, man, every time you needed a big shot, came up big. Every time you needed a stop, it was Caleb Martin. Every time you needed a shot again, it was Caleb Martin. And he just spoke on Bally Sports Sun few minutes ago he was asked about how him and his team are enjoying this moment <laughs> that's crazy we definitely try i mean we're definitely trying to but we we understand um how tough it's going to be for these next four games to get to what we're trying to do so we're trying to enjoy the moment but also stay like that at the same time caleb so many you've talked about your workouts so many lonely workouts in the gym waiting for your phone to call i mean the process and the grind are you proud of yourself for what you're doing right now Definitely proud of myself. Um, you definitely gotta, uh, you definitely gotta enjoy the process and, and, and you know get to reflect on you know the journey that got you here. But um, you know just also being humbly appreciative of the fact that I'm able to play in a game seven on the road in Boston. You know one of the, the best environments in the league, and you know to come out with a win. When you look at this game tonight, you guys start two for eleven from the field on the offensive end. But what was required? Not only to snap back offensively, but really just like the confidence to get this done. Yeah, I mean, we knew it was going to come around. We knew the offense was going to come around. We knew uh, we got Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? We got Bam Adebayo. We got those guys on our team. So we're rocking with those guys, man. And we know that, you know, um, we know they're going to come through for us when it, when it really matters. And, um, you know, they lead and we follow. And, you know, um, I just, you know, I'm proud of those guys for putting us in this position to, you know, to hopefully get four more. Last thing I'm going to ask you is on the other on the defensive end. I mean, 15 first quarter points, 18 fourth quarter points for Boston, a team that started this regular season off with historic numbers. The grit of just sitting down. What, what's the most exciting part about stopping a team on their home court like that? I guess the fact that they did it to us. You know what I mean? I, I think that's the biggest thing for us is that, you know, that, that, that feeling sticks with you. And um, it was much more than just winning, you know, than just playing well and trying to get this win. It was... Um, a sense of pride that we took trying to get this W and especially on the road on their place and you know that stuff sticks with you and you know as a basketball as competitors in this locker room everybody is uh, highly competitive so you know that stuff has been sticking with us for 365 days so and they made it worth it going into Boston tonight and clinching their way back to the NBA finals Caleb Martin man just put himself on that stage a year ago today he got zero minutes in a game seven on the Heat's home floor. Think about that. One year ago today, zero minutes. DNP, coach's decision in a game seven. And 365 days later, he's outscoring Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. In a game seven must win in Boston. 
it does not get any better than that, ladies and gentlemen. It almost feels better to do it this way. I'm not telling you I, I was happy losing three straight games in the Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm not telling you, you know, I had a little bit of the bubble guts after Derek White's tip-in with two-tenths of a second left. But this almost feels better than doing it in four straight games. To be doubted, backs against the wall, everybody picking against you, and going into Boston and doing it this way. Man, what a ride. And we will play Pepas one more time. But before that, I got to bring in Tommy Tighe which is just as better as playing Pepas or just as good as playing Pepas. Oh, come on. I want to start with Caleb Martin because sure. we're going to talk a lot about Jimmy Butler. We're going to talk a lot about Bam Adebayo. Uh, but he's one of these guys, Caleb Martin, that, as I'm saying, a year ago doesn't, doesn't get a minute in a must win. And then tonight, again, I was saying every time the Heat needed a bucket, this series, not just tonight, this series, but also tonight, it was Caleb Martin coming up big. And at times he just... Just looked like he was unconscious with the ball. Just knowing what to do with precision going after Boston and exploiting them. And uh, and, and 26 points outscoring Tatum and Brown. I mean, that is uh, pretty remarkable coming from a guy who just a couple years ago was cut by the Charlotte Hornets. And here he is on the biggest stage making himself a household name in the NBA. It's interesting to me when you think about watching him play. I saw him in practice a year ago. And to be honest with you, Alejandro, I kept asking, who's the guy in the practice jersey over there with the beard? And somebody mentioned Caleb Martin. I said, Caleb Martin, how the heck can he be a two-way player since he played in the NBA already? I didn't even put that into my mind. I thought this was one of those things. You find a guy in summer league, you put him in as a two-way player. You don't grab or find NBA players, guys who've got experience, and be able to place them in there. I mean, where is everybody else in the league when that's happening? And he didn't get much of a chance last year until you started getting injuries. And you mentioned game number seven did not get a chance to play against Boston last year, but the team had the foresight to realize two things. Number one, give him a standard contract at the end of the year and sign him to an extension for a few more seasons, realizing his potential. And I think the major factor we saw, you and I both the whole season, he started the first 49 games that he got a chance to play this year I think that helped him immensely because he got the opportunity to play with Jimmy Butler play with Tyler Hero and Bam and Abayo something he didn't get an opportunity to do that much the year before and you could see now where that's paying off because once he was able to find himself on that second unit he was the spark people called him the x-factor I don't think you're going to hear that anymore about him being a spark or an x-factor because he's a standard type of player on this team I, he, he contributed as much as anybody in this series. There's no question in my mind he's been a revelation in the playoffs considering what he was in the regular season. You were hoping you'd get something out of him every once in a while to be maybe a double-double here, maybe a 10-rebound game, or maybe you get a 10-point game. Now you're getting these on a regular basis with what he's been able to accomplish, and you're almost expecting him to contribute like this. It's something to see. There's no question about it how much better a player he is than he was 365 days ago. Sports Center right now has a Caleb Martin highlight package that they're putting on Primetime Sports Center right now. I mean, that, that goes to show you. Caleb, how- not Cody. Caleb, not Cody. By the way, Caleb Martin, tonight's player of the game, sponsored by Toyota of North Miami, your next truck or SUV is at Toyota of North Miami. Chat with us online 24-7 at toyotaofnorthmiami.com. Hablamos Espanol, French, and Creole. Toyota of North Miami. Let's move on then to the rest of the role players. Guys like Duncan Robinson tonight coming in, making an impact. 
Haywood Highsmith, who didn't even get a minute in game six, but Spo goes back to him in Boston for whatever reason, and he came up big tonight. What does it say about this Heat team, Tommy? I made a big point when we were during the network portion. They shot six free throws tonight. Six free throws. As a team. As a team. Yeah. As a team. Had I told you in February that this Heat team in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals would win in Boston by shooting 50% from three and only six free throws, you would have had my head examined because they weren't doing that. That was never the way that they were winning games throughout the regular season. It was always heavy volume down low in the paint, try to get to the free throw line as much as possible, and they had the lowest points per game on average throughout the regular season. And tonight they outscore the Boston Celtics, but they did it in a mix of ways we saw throughout the entire regular season. They're able to find different ways, whether it was versus Milwaukee, scoring over 120 points, however many times they did it, Mm -hmm. versus the Knicks getting back to defense. This series scoring the ball at times at will, but certainly from deep as well, finding it within themselves to be a three-point shooting team. They had the second most threes in Eastern or in a conference finals history behind a Golden State Warriors team who only had one more than they did throughout a seven-game series. What does it say about Coach Spoh's coaching staff and this Heat team? Again, just finding different ways to get the job done. Oh, it's a very good point because uh, you're right. What else can you really say? I would have thought if you were able to shoot the basketball that well, you'd be scoring over 100 points. But when you look at the other things that you brought up before, I would have said you would have had to have won this game like the old school scores, like 88-80 to try to win this contest. Defense would have done that. I mentioned it in the network portion numerous times. You're going to win in the NBA by playing defense. It's just that simple. And that's what I think was the major factor in why they won this game. But you mentioned so many different players. Haywood Highsmith, he came here with that reputation, coming out of the G League as a 3 and D type player, that maybe he was a mini type of P.J. Tucker, that he could shoot the three every once in a while and defend. This team loves players who can defend. Now, Duncan Robinson, he's not going to be placed in you know any all-defensive teams, that's for sure. But he does enough there that warrants the fact that you need him on the floor for the ability he has by knocking down threes. And it's nice to see. I feel so happy for Duncan Robinson that here's a guy that pretty much was written off by everybody. And here he is after that finger injury he had in January, then limited him in the second half of the season, coming up big with double-figure games we've seen time after time in these playoffs. It's just so many different things. And you you can imagine, if somebody would have said to you, you mentioned before about way back when, if somebody would have told you that Tyler Hero wouldn't play in the NBA's uh, second or third round and barely in the first round, your 20-point-per-game third-best score on the team, and you'd end up moving to the finals without him, let alone Victor Oladipo getting hurt in the first series as well, you probably would have had your head examined with something like that as well. But give this team, whoever was remaining, credit because everybody contributed in tonight's game. I'm not trying to compare runs to the finals in Heat history, right? Because every single year has been special anytime you can get to the NBA finals. Uh, but you were here covering the team during the Big Three era. Mm-hmm. It was expected for that team to get to the NBA Absolutely. finals. And, you know, even tonight, the Heat, it was a, a, a very calm celebration. I would have expected them really to be... not. I understand. Job's not done. Four more wins. I get all that. You're but, not on the plane, though, just yet, going out to Denver uh, with good a couple point. of days to good, go. Good, very good you point. You may hear some stories but, on the record and off that could be different. But And I can't wait. But on, on the floor tonight, you know, a, a, a very toned-down celebration, almost like we knew we were going to get this done. As they told us after Game 6, they knew they were going to get it done. But, you know, where does this rank in terms of 
Heat runs to the NBA Finals. The bubble was special. Obviously, all four years with the big three was special. But Tommy, as an eight seed, to do something no team has ever done in the NBA, as you mentioned several times, win three best of seven series as an eight seed to get to the NBA Finals. And to do it in this fashion, one of the most gut-wrenching losses. We'll see that highlight of Derek White for a very long time. Not as many as he would have <laughs> had right, they won tonight. Many. But we'll see that highlight for a very long time to respond this way and to once again overcome the odds, once again be battle-tested, once again be as big of an underdog as they were and finally clinch their way back to the finals. I imagine it has to rank up there for Spo, for Jimmy, even for Pat Riley, who has won it all time and time again. It has to rank up there pretty high with some of their best moments because, again, the big three were supposed to do this. This team, as an eight seed, was not supposed to be anywhere near here, not even close to sniffing the opportunity to be in an Eastern Conference Finals. And the way they did it, winning three, losing three, up, down, the roller coaster ride, I imagine it has to feel almost as special as some of the past runs to the NBA Finals. Well, I have to think that the only thing that I can compare it to by being here is, you're right, 2011, 12, 13, 14 speak for themselves. I think it's close to 2020. Once the pandemic hit, we had no idea if there was ever going to be any resumption of the season. When they were able to do what they were able to do against the teams that they did, again, same kind of clubs, Boston and Milwaukee, they beat somebody else in the middle as well. But, you know, it doesn't really matter that much. Indiana before that. But uh, that you were able to dominate Indiana, beat Milwaukee. I don't care if Giannis got hurt when he got hurt. You're up 3 nothing. He was still in the lineup. And you beat Boston. You heard so much garbage over the fact that, okay, you won, but you were in the bubble. Well, okay. But I still compare that as being a fifth seed in that position to what you're doing now because you did not know the expectations against teams that you thought were better than they were. That's the similar type thing to hear. I don't know about last year, Alejandro. They were the number one seed. They played well most of the regular season to earn that spot. So when a one played a two and you lost, yes, it was disheartening. But still, you believed you belonged there throughout the entire playoffs. And you took advantage of the home court advantage against Philadelphia. And you did against Atlanta. This time, I'm not saying I'm shocked. Because you and I had been talking about this since back in November. That this team was scuffling every once in a while. But had the capability by bringing guys who were number one seeded players back into the fold. I still thought that they were capable of making a run. Did I think they were going to make it all the way to the Eastern Finals and then win and get to the NBA Finals? Gosh, you hope so, but you're not really sure because you've seen so many times they were inconsistent over the year. But all those close games, all the adversity, the injuries they had to go through, including in this playoffs with Oladipo and Hero not playing, it says an awful lot. It could be one of the best runs they've ever had. I mean, 2006 is always going to be 2006 because it was the first time. Yeah. But this is something special as well, especially if they finish the job against Denver. And that team, right? Just the cast of characters, all the, the aging veterans who had never won, who were ring chasing. Shaq trying to do it without Kobe. Gary there were so Payton. many Gary Payton hitting the shot, James right? Posey. There's so many storylines to that. First one's always going to be the sweetest. Always will be. I'm not trying to stack it up with an NBA title yet because, again, job's not done. But I still think this one has to feel extra special for Pat Riley, Andy Ellisberg, Mickey Harrison, everybody top to bottom because... Again, of what, as you were just mentioning, went in to this season. I'll leave it here, Tommy, because you and I are going to have a lot of time to discuss the NBA Finals. I'm going to have to try to salvage my voice by 2 p.m. tomorrow because I'm already <laughs> losing it. And I still have one more segment where I'm blasting Pepas and uh, and trying to hype up the people. And but, by, yeah, by the way, where is everybody from WQAM that's going to join you this evening? Yeah, I mean, Mark Hockman, Brendan Tobin all made promises to me that they were going to call in, and I'm not seeing anybody. But 
305-567-0560. I'm taking calls from the fans tonight. It's a celebratory night. We're going to do it. Tommy, you had mentioned something to me after the Heat beat the Bucks in Game 5. And you said something that I hadn't heard anybody else say, which was, what a cool opportunity for Udonis Haslam. UD, final season, they lose the play-in game, and right before that, he had his big send-off where he plays a bunch of minutes against, uh, was it uh, the Orlando, Orlando Magic, Magic on their home yeah. floor? And that was supposed to be it for UD, and that was supposed to be it, truthfully, for the Heat. They were going to go into the play-in tournament, get the first round against Boston or Milwaukee, and hope, right? Mm-hmm. Cling on to hope. What a cool opportunity for UD. I understand he doesn't play, and a lot of people like to point to that, but for him in his final year to be a part of this, I, he, he's been everything and more to this organization. He is Mr. 305, even if he lives in 954. Um, and and I, I just, you know, I, I always go back to what you told me that night where you said, for UD, this has to be a special opportunity and it extends to one more series. And now it's extended to a game seven in Boston. And I just saw a picture of UD cross my timeline here, hugging that trophy. Mm-hmm. I know he doesn't play, but it's just got to be a really cool moment for him as well. Oh, there's no question about it. And in fact, uh, I love talking to the players when I get the opportunity. He's the last player I've spoken to uh, about this. And numerous times over the course of the playoffs, he had been saying the same thing to a lot of different people where he said, I want to enjoy this. I'm in the middle of the fight right now. I don't want to talk about the end of my 20-year career. And I said to him, you know, I'm happy for you for one factor that it didn't end against Chicago in a play-in game, that you would get this opportunity, that Dwayne ended his career with a tremendous game, a triple-double. But what did it matter? They didn't go to the playoffs that year. That was sad to not see Dwayne Wade finish his career with at least a little bit of a playoff run. His last playoff run was a first-round ouster to Philadelphia the year before. Udonis has him. You're right. He doesn't play that often. But he's as much a part of this organization as anybody, I think, that's ever crossed the lines to be in this place. He'll have his number retired next year and be placed up in the rafters maybe as soon as next year. But him getting this opportunity to help lead this team to this position, whatever happens from this point on, I think is phenomenal. What he's meant to this franchise, in addition to so many other guys. Alonzo Mourning was great to see him standing out there and handing the trophy to Jimmy Butler for the Larry Bird trophy and the Bob Cousy trophy going to Bam Adebayo to represent the team. I, I mean, you, you've got to live with your icons, you know, over time. We'll talk about Dwayne Wade until ad infinitum. Same thing with LeBron James, even if he's on other teams. But some of these guys that have done so much for this franchise, you mentioned Shaq, Gary Payton, James Posey. We can go on and on of how many tremendous players and coaches and organizational people have helped contribute to this franchise being what it's become. Seven times in the finals since 2006. Nobody's ever done that in the NBA. Maybe the Warriors have had great runs. Maybe the Cavaliers had great runs in there to get their championship. But Miami Heat, there's not been anything better than that. They're, it's up on the board now for uh, Bally Sports. They've had seven. The Nuggets are making their first finals appearance ever in team history. They've been around 46 years. How much they're savoring that. But now for the first time, they get an opportunity to figure out, hey, we're finally playing the Heat. Now we can actually look at somebody. Best of luck to them because the odds have been against the Heat and Udonis Haslam this entire playoffs. And it's great to see him get that opportunity. It's great to see these guys who've worked so hard to be in that position. Not saying other teams don't work hard, but that they've worked through what they've gone through and have gotten to this place. Says an awful lot about an awful lot of people. Yeah, it's a remarkable stat that Bally just had up. Seven finals appearance now since 2006. More than any organization from that same time point. Tommy, I've never been happier to say this. I will see you on Thursday. It has been an absolute honor to be a part of this run with you, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. Same here. And uh, and I'm I'm very much looking forward 
to covering my first NBA Finals, but doing it alongside yourself. Sounds like fun. I'm looking forward to it, too. Thanks, right. Alejandro. Tommy Tig there, everybody. Tell everybody a QA. I mean, where is this phone call? Yeah, incredible. Go ahead, fans. Go for it. 305-567-0560. I'll try to sneak in some phone calls. We still have to hear from a couple other players from the Heat's locker room in Boston. And I have the official schedule, not only for the NBA Finals, but for the Stanley Cup Finals as well. South Florida, we are going ring chasing, and we're going to do it together right here on 560 WQAM. This is the cooldown. I'm Alejandro Solana. The Miami Heat are back in the NBA Finals. We continue celebrating. Next. Welcome back to the Heat Post Game Show on WQAM. Presented by DeVesman and Dover Law Firm. On the home of the Heat. AM 560 Sports, WQAM, FM 99.9 HD2. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Sponsored by UHealth. Visit uhealthsportsmedicine.com. I'll go all night. How long does Pepas go? We'll go all night. The Heat are back in the NBA Finals. I'm seeing videos right now. La Carreta on Bird Road. I see you. Pots and pans. I see you. 305-567-0560. George is in Miami. George, did you have the guts? Yes. Yes, I just wanted to congratulate the team, but especially uh, the coach. I, I believe that we have the best coach, not only in the NBA, yeah. but in all of sports, to hold a team like that to 84 points. Outstanding job by everybody. George, thank you very much for the phone call. George has the guts. I can, I can sense it. George had the guts. He's right, man. Coach Spo. I mean, people were riding off Spo. They were riding him off. After losing three straight, they were sick of him guaranteeing wins. And he told you that they, they could play the game right now. He started tapping the table right now. After Saturday night, they were ready to do it. And the Miami Heat, 48 hours later, go into Boston and rip their hearts out. And I'll tell you right now what made it even sweeter. Paul Pierce and Rajon Rondo were there courtside to witness once again the Miami Heat owning the Boston Celtics once again because they did it when he played them and they did it again for him to watch it on the wood Jimmy Butler raising the Larry Bird trophy I'm telling you man it's almost sweeter to get it done that way it almost feels sweeter to get it done that way in Boston. Unbelievable. Duncan Robinson cupping his ear in the fourth quarter, asking Celtics fans in his hometown, I can't hear you. And here he was after the game talking about the heat getting it done on the road. I mean, all of them in their own way. Uh yeah, you know, we've had some battles with this team, obviously dating back to last year, throughout this season, throughout this series. Um, 
you know, pretty indicative of the Miami Heat to win three in a row, drop three, and then get it on the road in the mud. Uh, that's just what the year's been. So special, just trying to celebrate it, enjoy it uh, for now, and then obviously the focus shifts. What you most recognize about the way you guys started defensively and ended defensively? It looks smothering. Yeah, I think we just set the tone. Um, you know, we wanted the game to be on our terms and, and just make it difficult for them. And that was really the goal the whole night. We knew offense would take care of itself. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of energy from our defense when we get stops and get on and go. A little bit of everything for you in this closeout game. How would you rate your own activity rate in this one? Uh, I mean, I, I just try to be a spark, you know, come off and uh, just be aggressive, uh, be difficult to guard, fly around, create overreactions for other guys. So um, get them up every now and then as well. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun one, man. It, it really was. When you think back to January, where the team was, where you were, you had to go yeah. get surgery, get that hand yeah. fixed, and think that uh, we're all headed to Denver for the NBA Finals. Can you even connect those dots? Nah, man, it's... it's uh, it's been a grind, um, a lot of ups, ups and downs for this group, for myself personally. I think that just all gives us a sense of gratification, um, just gratitude to, to be in this opportunity, to be in this moment, and to be able to take advantage of it. So, uh, yeah, it's been a whirlwind, but we certainly learned a lot from it, and you know, we think we're, we're a better team. I know I'm a better person because I've gone through it. Hey, we got a lot of time to talk about Denver, so we'll wait to do it when we get there. Meantime, enjoy all of this, my man. Yeah. Eastern Conference champions again. Feels good, man. Feels good, man. Uh, this is my second now, so, you know, trying to keep collecting them. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's Duncan Robinson there. Man, you know it has to feel sweet for him going back to the NBA Finals and being a part of it, you know? You just heard there everything he went through this season, past two seasons, Duncan Losing his spot in the rotation time and time again. And I'll give credit to Mark Hawkman, man. He called it. The Duncan agenda lives on for Hawk. We'll celebrate tomorrow, 2 to 6 p.m. As I mentioned, here's your schedule, Heat Nation. And I, I, see, I see the text coming in. I see the calls coming in. I see the partying from Kendall, 88th Street, my hometown, K-Town. The pots and pans are out there. Bird Road right now. La Carreta. I see you. You guys are lit. Calle Ocho. I see you guys. Hialeah. I see you. Keep that party going, man. Enjoy it because it is a good feeling. The Miami Heat headed back to the finals. The Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup finals. We know they'll play Vegas now after they won today. Here's the schedule. If you thought things were hectic leading to this point, Get ready for this. Game one, Miami at Denver, June 1st, Thursday. Game one, Florida at Vegas, June 3rd, Saturday. Game two, Miami at Denver, June 4th, Sunday. Game two, Florida at Vegas, Monday, June 5th. Game three, in Miami at the Kaseya Center, June 7th. Game three, Vegas in Sunrise versus the Panthers, June 8th. Game 4, Denver at Miami, June 9th. June 10th, Vegas, Game 4 in Sunrise. Game 5, if necessary. Miami back at Denver on June 12th. Game 5, Florida, if necessary. Back in Vegas, June 13th. Game 6, 
Denver at Miami, if necessary, June 15th. There are games on the 1st, the 3rd, the 4th, the 5th, the 7th, the 8th, the 9th, the 10th. For sure, it is going to be a wild bleeping ride. Cameron is in the 305 celebrating, I am sure. Cameron, you're on 560 WQAM. Yes, sir. Solana. Thank you very much for that. Big fan here. I'm here with my friend Alex. We just got off work. We're celebrating. We're celebrating this monumental win. Very excited. Yes, sir. And the sweetest the sweetest part about it is goodbye, Boston. Pack <laughs> it up. Go home. Go to Cancun. Wherever. We ran you out of your arena. That's the best part about this. Doesn't Everybody, it, doesn't it Cameron, Cameron, doesn't it almost feel sweeter? I know game six was devastating. I know a sweep would have been just as beautiful. But doesn't it feel sweeter to do it on their home floor knowing that they thought they were going to become the first team ever to come back down three games to nothing and the Heat go into Boston and do it on their home floor and rip their hearts out. Blow them out. Yeah. Oh, with, without, without a doubt. Especially, like like I said, all these pundits on ESPN and, yeah. you know, like Sportsbook, everybody like had all the odds stacked against us. It does not matter. I wiped my bum, my <laughs> ASS, with all of that. Cameron wipes his bum. Rocks. He wipes his bum. Kick rocks. 3% Cameron. Thank you very much. And Alex from the 305 for the call. 3% chance. Vegas had the Celtics as seven and a half point favorites tonight. And the Heat once again. Most times in NBA playoff history. Most wins as an underdog. Nine tonight was their ninth victory as an underdog. And they get it done again. South Florida, I just gave you pretty much the entire schedule for the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals, at least the first four games for each series. Almost every night we have a game. It is going to be absolutely crazy. And I'm telling you, 560 WQAM has you covered. You're home for the Miami Heat and you're home for the Florida Panthers. It has been an absolute pleasure to be on this ride with you, ladies and gentlemen. Keep celebrating out there safely, please. I love seeing all the videos wherever you are enjoying this Miami Heat run and hopefully it ends with four more victories. Our producers tonight, Matt Wilson and Jimmy Garcia, the closers for the series. Jackson Amy in Boston. I know they're thrilled right now to not have to come back to South Florida, but straight to Colorado for game one on Thursday. And I'm thrilled to be a part of it as well. Tommy Tig, I appreciate him. Excellent as always. I will see him on Thursday. Heat Nation, what a bleeping win tonight. What a bleeping win. I'll celebrate with you tomorrow, 2 to 6 p.m. on the Hawkman and Crowder show. And then Thursday, it's time. The Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. I'm Alejandro Solana at Alex M. Solana if you want to keep celebrating on social media. Heat Nation, you get Papa John's tomorrow, and you get a couple days off before one of the wildest stretches in South Florida sports history begins. Thursday, Game 1, NBA Finals. The Miami Heat will be in Denver. And the Florida Panthers, Saturday, Game 1, will be in Vegas for the Stanley Cup Finals. This has been the cooldown. The Heat are back in the NBA Finals. Play Pepas all night. 
We'll be playing it tomorrow at 2 on Hawkman and Crowder. And we'll speak to you Thursday for the NBA Finals.